Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five surprise teams. Number five is a little bit like that. I put them at five, but I do think, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, it's Oklahoma. I I think after last week, um, you know, I thought they were going to be better this year, but being number five in the country at this point in the season, I don't think I would have had Oklahoma doing just that. Now, I know their schedule lined up for that, but I just thought that maybe there'd be a little bit more growing pains than we've seen, and so far they've dealt with everything perfectly. Well, I absolutely did not have them beating Texas, and I thought that there was still a chance that could get one-sided. When they scored quickly and kind of put out a note and a statement, they impressed the hell out of me, despite the fact they had blown the lead late in the game. I always believed in my Sooners. How dare y'all? <laughs> I'm just kidding, obviously. Yeah, I thought Texas would win last week. And look, if you pick Texas, they were a minute away from winning the game. Yeah. So it's not like it was just some, like, took them to the woodshed. Um, but, yeah, Oklahoma's uh, much better than I expected them to be. Now, granted, I don't think, because I know them a little bit better, that gives me a better opinion because I'm a bit more pessimistic with them than I am with other yeah. teams, too, yeah. because I overcorrect, if anything, uh, to set myself up to be happily surprised like last weekend. But, no, I mean, they're they're much further along defensively than I thought they would be, even thinking that they would be better. Um, they've been much better uh, than I expected already. And, you know, Dylan Gabriel and the offense are just zooming on along. So, yeah, to be here I don't think is a total shock, but it is a little bit surprising. And, um, you know, we'll see now. I mean, now all the all the aim is, is back on them now. Yeah. I mean, they're right there. They're the top team in the conference. They're a CFP contender. And if they win out, we know they're in. Yeah. But, um, you know, now that target's on their back. And it's been a little while since it's been firmly on their back. You know, it's been, been a little bit. So, um, you know, let's see how they deal with that. You know, I just thought that what they did also, not just – Making up, well, you know, make up for getting destroyed 49 nothing. But there was the thought now that the SEC with around the corner that Texas was far and away ahead of the curve when it comes to to, to Oklahoma. And that, I think that they're just both very high-level elite blue bloods, and I think they're both going to be just fine. How fine, I don't know, but I think that was something Oklahoma kind of showed as well. Yeah. Number four, Air Force. Good for the uh, – Yeah, Academy. they are uh, – look – at, we saw them in the bowl game last year, and it's hard to judge anything uh, from that frozen hellscape of a nightmare <laughs> that we had to be thrown into. Um, but the people at uh, Eamon Carter were great. Yeah. That is my one positive takeaway. I will they always say wonderful. that because they had to deal with that, uh, that oh, experience, and uh, so, yeah, they I, were great. I will only say there was one guy, and I'll call him parking lot a-hole, 
who was like, no, I can't let you in. I'm like, buddy, there's only 12 just, cars. There's were like, just let me drop the stuff off. I'll call your lot. boss yeah. right now. He let me in. Yeah, he didn't let me in. Well, I said, go frogs. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. He was just, he was being you give difficult. him a little bit of that power. And sometimes they just, they're just drunk with it. Like, like those Cowboys training camp volunteers. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Like, oh. they feel like Al Pacino at the end of the, at the end of Scarface just hopped up on cocaine thinking they're going to beat, beat everybody. But you weren't even outside for the whole game. No, I don't. Oh my god! <laughs> also, also because of that, my one takeaway from the game is behind Paul. Yeah, <laughs> that's also yeah, why you have right. three fingers on your right hand yeah. because he froze off. That's why during the summer, sometimes he was just still wearing a hoodie when yeah. it was yeah. nineteen outside. God, this, that was brutal. Jack's core temperature is still ninety two point four, but after that one, yeah. but uh, and look, the next team on the list is is who they play this week. But Air Force uh, has been a, a really pleasant surprise. Hell of Wyoming a is number three. This should be a heck of a game. Yeah. This is Troy Calhoun versus. Uh, Craig Bowles, some guys who were kind of old and grizzled in the biz. Um, Wyoming had the big one over Fresno State, who I said earlier would be this year's Tulane, and they still might be. But Wyoming has lost one game to Texas, and they played fantastic in it for yep. a good chunk of it. They beat Texas Tech. So, yeah, I'll throw, uh, I'll throw the, uh, the Cowboys on this list as well. So I did not realize that Air Force was unbeaten. They, mm-hmm. they, they haven't been tested. Uh, Sam Houston was 13-3, to but they – See what happens when you beat Baylor. It launches you to better things. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see a lot of teams getting launched then this year. Uh, because, um, God. Anyways, uh, yeah, this will be a great showdown in the Mountain West. Uh, somebody's going to get their first loss and uh, as far as the conference play goes. And, uh, you know, potentially for Air Force, their first loss on the season period. But, yeah, Wyoming's been a great story. Air Force is can they fly under the radar? The Air Force Academy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but stealth but, bombers. Stealth. Yeah. yeah but uh, no, this this ought to be a really fun one out in the Mountain West, and and something's got to give there at the top of the standings. So uh, yeah, uh, cool stories both both programs and Wyoming in particular. I think because they jumped out and beat Tech, and then you know had the, the tough tussle with Texas and gave them a run for their money. And uh, yeah, they've they've been a fun team, a spunky team to uh, follow along with this year. I like Craig Bolt. Was on Osborne staff for a while. Went to North Dakota State. Had great run, and then. He's, he's like, Wyoming's just, you know, kind of there, and, and they're a little bit better at times, can create a problem. Last year they were 4-8, and eight, or excuse me, last year they were 6-5, what were they, 6-5. and five. Um, No, no, I'm sorry, 7-6, seven 7-6, and, six, seven and six. so they've been to a couple of bowl games, and about 5 or 6 since he's been there. Yeah, I, I think that uh, this, this game this weekend with Calhoun and, and – um, and Bowl is like two two guys who've been doing this for a while. Like, there's a lot of coaches that you know grumble. Like, I don't like you know, that. we tried to get Calhoun on the show last year before the bowl game, and almost ninety percent of the time we get the coach. There's like three or four schools you're not. Never did. No, it, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I just not not surprised. And he's well thought of. Uh, I'm, Absolutely, I'm, yeah, but yeah, yeah, not surprised. Number two, West Virginia. Uh, four and one, and the only loss is to a very good Penn State team. And here's the deal: they're one and one after the first two, and everyone's like, "Well, yeah, they're supposed to be." They lost to Penn State, who's really good. They beat Duquesne, who's Duquesne. And then the pit game comes. They're playing with the backup quarterback for most of the game. The defense shut pits shuts pit down, and as Jed Drenning said, you know, started sending. Uh, feel your Kovic off to being a tight end. Uh, and all of a sudden you think, oh, well, this is different. Okay, won the big rivalry game. Okay, then you beat Tech. Then you beat TCU. And all of a sudden you've got Neil Brown having these guys playing super confident, rolling to Houston tonight. Man, uh, you know, I thought, I, I just thought that Neil Brown was going to be done because the schedule is going to be too tough. But he's turned it on his ear, ear so far. 
No, he has. They've been a All great right, story. Yeah. Uh, been surprising. I only think the most positive West Virginia fans would have had them, not knowing what we didn't know at the time, have them at, at this record at this point. I, I don't think you could have sat there and really said, like, yeah, they'll beat Pitt, and then they'll go beat Tech, and then they'll go beat TCU on the road. I mean, even the most optimistic wouldn't have thought that they'd, you know, correctly navigate that stretch. Uh, the Penn State loss wasn't a surprise, but Penn State's a top five-ish, top ten team, so, like, there's no shame in that, especially in Happy Valley. But other than that, yeah, I mean, they've they've found a way. Not every game's been super pretty. Um, they're not, like, a super well-balanced team, but they just make plays when they need to, and uh, they play stingy defense, and they get by on offense. And, you know, C.J. Donaldson hasn't been, like, great this year for them. You know, they've had quarterback injuries that have come into play, and – that defense has been able to be their backbone. So, I'd exp- you know, they should win the night. Um, they should. I think they're a better team than Houston. But, you know, Thursday night on the road. But if they do, then, my gosh, I mean, they've, they've got a couple of potential stumbling blocks in the second half. But they also play a lot of the new teams. They play UCF, BYU, and Cincinnati. And they play Houston tonight. So, their second half is four of the, all four of the new teams. And I would think that that favors them. Um, they will get Oklahoma. Uh, they will get Oklahoma State here in a couple weeks. But... Shoot, they win the night, man. They're sitting super pretty. And and who the heck knows, you know, here in two, three weeks when they match up with the Sooners, for example, of what that could look like. I'll never forget Neil Brown when he came to our table at Big 12 Media Days and the look on his face. Even then, he was in a bad mood. And it wasn't because he was whining. He was in a bad mood. At 14th, he talked about having the offensive line back. And and you could tell he was he wasn't just being coach speak. He was angry. Uh, and, and determined, and and I, I'm happy for them. That's a great run, Joey Foster, and you know, Cuz, and all you guys that, that are West Virginia fans, S. Michael DeHart, and Kyle Little. Really happy for everyone. I've not talked to everybody. It's on the chat room, but good luck tonight. Enjoy the game. Number one, Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. They are, um, they, I mean, they are to me the biggest surprise. I thought Jeff Brom would. You know, especially with Jack Plummer at quarterback, a guy who's transferred a couple of times, even though he knew the system would kind of, you know, stumble a little bit, but they're set up well to to win most of the rest of theirs. Now, look, they've got they've got Miami on the schedule. I, I believe they have Clemson. Like, it's going to get tough, but um, they play physical. They, um, you know, the, the, of course, the city loves Jeff Brom and always has loved Jeff Brom and probably wanted to be the head coach the day he graduated from Louisville, but... Um, it has worked out perfectly, and so far, I mean, they're they're undefeated, uh, and they really stuck it to Notre Dame. Louisville's a really kind of crazy place when, uh, fan wise, they they really you know buy into their teams when they're good, and and right now the the football fans are going nuts. No, they've been an incredible story. I don't recall really. I mean, a lot of teams you can at least remember seeing some hope uh, or, you know, thoughts that, no, they might be better than expected. I don't recall seeing anything about Louisville and being off to a start like this. So, yeah, this has come as, a, as pretty much a, a huge shock. Uh, they've been rising up all the various rankings as a result, and rightfully so. But, um, you know, Brahms rolled in there and done a great job. You know, meanwhile, Satterfield's kind of still feeling his way out there at Cincinnati, but you wondered how all that was going to work, and it's worked out tremendously uh, for the Cardinals. So, yeah, they've been a tremendous story. Um, they're right there in the thick of the ACC race, and uh, they can cause a lot more disruption. But, uh, yeah, I definitely didn't expect that we'd be talking about them, you know, at the top of a surprise list halfway through the season. But, uh, yeah, they've been getting the job done. Most everybody in the chat room picking West Virginia, Paxton and Clay say C.J. Donaldson's get 150 yards and a couple of scores. Thanks for the predictions. Uh, Paxton also saying Louisville is last year's TCU.
This has been a Rogue Media Network production. <laughs>